You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter number six. We on? All right, Deuteronomy chapter number six. And here as you look around, the flags that are up, and we uh, mentioned Memorial Day. You know, Memorial Day is a time to stop and remember. You have memorials that are set up, and those memorials are placed for the purpose of calling attention to something. Deb and I have had the opportunity to go back to Washington, D.C., and uh, to be at the Korean War Memorial, and to be at the Vietnam Memorial, uh, to be able to be at some of the uh, historic sites there. And when you, when you go and you see uh, what, what uh, is, is put forth, and you look at these rows of names that are there, and the lives that each one of those represent, uh, over 1.3 million U.S. soldiers have given their life since the Civil War. That's unbelievable. To think that all that we have, the freedoms that we get to enjoy, they came at great cost. For those that know someone who has been lost in war, Memorial Day is more than just a picnic. For those that have fought and watched comrades, watched fellow troops lose their life, it's more than just a day off. It's more than just a long weekend. There are faces, there are names, there are people There are families that are represented by that loss and by that life that has been given. And with that, we we have Memorial Day. It is a time set aside, and I'm all for picnics, and I'm all for barbecues, and I'm all for a day off. But Memorial Day was not established just so we can have a long weekend. It was set aside so we would stop and think about, we would remember the ultimate sacrifice that has been made for us. You know, as Americans, we forget so easily. It's not just our humanity. I mean, in our own humanity, we forget so much. I mean, think about the person that you met coming in this morning And then you thought, what was her name again? You introduced yourself, you got their name, but what's their name? Uh, I don't know how many times I'll find myself in that spot and uh, a guest will come and they have been here before and then it's like, oh, what's their name again? And I'll, I'll ask them or I'll just be too embarrassed and I'll get somebody else to go ask them. Why? Because we tend to forget. And the forgetfulness is not just that we can't remember. Oftentimes is that we are not purposeful in listening. And here when we have this memorial and uh, in, in, uh, with 
America Memorial Day. This Memorial Day has been established to cause us to stop and think and remember what we have benefited from, remember the sacrifice that has been given on our account. And we may never know those individuals, but we get to enjoy, we get to be a beneficiary of their sacrifice. And there are families that are hurting today uh, with the lives lost uh, in, in battle. You know, our life moves on. I was talking to uh, someone yesterday, and I was talking to them. They were uh, conveying to me that uh, there, uh, it, was, it was Pastor Ray. Uh, his wife has been in ICU now almost 60 days, and she was supposed to have another surgery yesterday, and then they postponed it, uh, and she was unable to have it, and they postponed it again till Tuesday, and I think she is now on her seventh or eighth surgery, and it all started with just a gallbladder surgery and complications and medevac flights to stand or to uh, UC San Francisco and uh, just a lot of issues. And uh, he had somebody uh, send him a text uh, or call him asking him to pray for uh, an event that they had going on in their life. And then at the bottom, it was uh, they put in a, a, a little text. Uh, how's your wife recovering at home? Well, she hasn't been home. But you know, we know that somebody has needs, but our life keeps going. And it's easy to forget. It's easy to forget just being caught up in what's going on in our life. And here as we celebrate Memorial Day, as believers, there are a lot of memorials that God sets up. There are a lot of things that the Lord puts in place to cause us to stop and remember. This last Sunday night, we just had the Lord's Supper. What is it? The Lord's Supper is a time for the church just to stop. It's a time for us to refocus on what the Lord has done for us his broken body, his shed blood. And he established that, why? He said, this do in remembrance of me. He said, I don't want you to forget. You know, in life, it's easy to forget. God's people here in this passage of scripture had experienced God's deliverance. He had delivered them from bondage. He had delivered them from Egypt and now he is getting ready to bring them into Canaan, the promised land. And they go from a place of bondage, and they wander in that wilderness for 40 years, and then they are going to enter into Canaan, the land of victorious Christian living, the land that flowed with milk and honey. And he lists all the benefits that they were going to have that he was going to give to them, and he points out, that they were going to have houses that they built not, full of goods that they prepared not. They were going to have vineyards that they planted not. They were going to be the beneficiary of something that God had provided for them. 
And he says, in this, he tells them, he gives them a warning. I want you to go with me to verse number 12, and that is going to be our text this morning. Uh, verse number 12, uh, the Bible says, Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord. Then beware, lest thou forget. And this morning, we're going to look at that little word, beware. Beware. Father, I pray that you'd help us this morning. You know the needs of each heart. And uh, Lord, I pray that you'd help us uh, to truly be people uh, that remember. Help us to think. Help us to be thankful. And may you just meet with us. Help us uh, to be a thankful people. And Lord, you have blessed us in so many ways. And you have used others to be a benefit and a blessing to us as well. And so help us today, uh, Lord, just to be able to uh, enjoy uh, your word. Help us to uh, focus and reset our mind. Help us to be purposeful and, and help us to heed this great warning. For Christ's sake we pray, amen. So here is this word, beware. Uh, this, this word beware uh, is, is a word that uh, is, uh, I'm trying to find my spot in my notes, I've jumped around here a little bit. Uh, it, it's a noun, and, uh, uh, or memorial, I'm sorry, uh, but uh, here we see this, uh, this word remember or beware, and beware means to be wary, to be cautious, to be careful. Uh, and here he wants us uh, to be careful. And it's used usually imperatively, that, which means there's urgency that's there. Uh, beware of something. So it's a warning that he wants us to be cautious of. There is something that is dangerous ahead. You know, you see these, these warning signs. We see them uh, all, all over. You go into a construction zone, and you'll see warning signs. Uh, you get around uh, high voltage, and there'll be warning signs. Uh, there's a, uh, a, uh, a ditch or uh, maybe something that has uh, a warning that's out. Uh, we have uh, a section over here next to a sidewalk that has a, uh, a ditch that has been cut. And uh, anyway, there's warning tape that's there. And, and uh, earlier in the week, we had somebody uh, get pulled right into that ditch by a child, and the child and the, uh, the parent went down, and it was like, oh no, uh, the warning caution did not help uh, when you fall into a ditch. Uh, and so praise the Lord, nobody got hurt. Uh, but, but with that, there are warning signs, and they are to help us uh, to be aware of things that are around us. And here, God gives us some warning. So here, what is this warning? He says, Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee, out, uh, brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. So uh, we're going to look at two different things here uh, that we are to, uh, to beware lest we forget. We are to beware lest we forget. First of all, I want you to, to, to see, uh, number one, don't forget the actions. Don't forget 
the actions. Uh, go back at verse number 10. It says, And it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land, which he swear unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to give thee great and goodly cities, which thou buildest not, and houses full of good things, which thou fillest not, and wells digged, which thou diggest not, vineyards and olive trees, which thou plantest not, when thou shalt have eaten and be full, uh, so here, what do we find? Uh, we find some actions uh, that are going to benefit uh, the, these people. This, this group of people, God's people, are the beneficiaries, and there are some actions that have been done. There are people that have, have, uh, have labored, but there are things that they were going to be the beneficiary of. Uh, they didn't see the labor. They didn't see any of the work. They didn't see any of the work. But what they did see was they saw the the result, the actions uh, that those people had done. Uh, They saw the result of somebody else's planning. There there was somebody else that had planned that city. There was somebody else that had established uh, that city. Uh, There was somebody else that had had been there. There were a lot of actions. There was planning that was there. There was posterity. Uh, It was not just, uh, it wasn't just for uh, that individual. Uh, God references back uh, the God of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. The generations that are mentioned here, uh, we just see that that uh, there, there is posterity that is tied in. We see the provisions. Now, we like the provisions, don't we? I like the provisions. Uh, I like things to be nice. I like things to be comfortable. I remember when I was a little bit younger, people would talk about camping, and, I, and they would talk about uh, glamping. Uh, and the glamorous camping, taking the camper and fifth wheel, and, and I used to mock that. Now I covet that. Uh, no, it was, it's completely different. Now I don't, I don't like sleeping on the ground. I don't like sleeping uh, without any comfort. Uh, and so uh, we like those provisions. He said in verse 10, that great and goodly cities, which thou buildest not, which thou buildest not. You know, there is, there is so much in, in life that we are a benefit we benefit from somebody else's labor. There, there is so much that we have that we don't even stop and think about the, the actions of others that have benefited us. Uh, and so the provision, uh, there was great and goodly cities. There was houses that were full of all good things. They, can you imagine? Can you imagine going into uh, a new area, moving into a new area, and somebody has a house all built for you, furnished, and it's yours, and it's full of everything that's good? Wouldn't that be nice? Now, that wasn't the reality, that's not the reality for us, uh, but at the same time here, God was bringing them, he was bringing his people into this promised land, and he was giving them these houses. He was providing all of these things for them, uh, these houses full of all good things, uh, the wells that were digged. 
You know, when we think about a well being digged, we think about a, uh, a big uh, truck coming out with a, uh, a, a big drill, hydraulic drilling system, and uh, they come out and they dig, and uh, they, they get all this work done, they finish, and we just turn on the water, and it's done. Here, this was in desert country, and there were no drilling rigs. You know, having... Having water is a good thing, isn't it? Those of you that are, have ever been on a well, the power goes out. The well, the water is done. There's no water coming. You, know, you can't wait for that power to come back on so the water will start running again. But here, uh, they had these wells that were digged. There was the planting. So we see here just the planting, the posterity, the provision, the plantings, the vineyards, the olive uh, uh, trees, those orchards that were there. Uh, and then he says in verse 11, when thou shalt have eaten and be full. And so God was, was saying, beware. What was he saying, beware? He's saying, when you have all the benefits, sometimes we get so consumed with us, we eat, we are full, we have what we want, we stop thinking about those that have provided for us. You know, as much as we might want to think, there is not a, one, there is not a person that is self-made. So, so, uh, so arrogant to think that anybody is a self-made man. There's no such thing. There are people that have taught. There are people that have invested. There are people that have enabled, who have empowered, who have instructed. There are so many people in our lives that God has used to uh, allow us to be able to, uh, to enjoy the blessings. But here we see a lot of actions. And, and God was saying, uh, it, when you are full, he said, you need to beware. Uh, why? Lest ye forget. So don't forget, first of all, the actions. Secondly, don't forget the actors. Don't forget the actors. Now, when I say actor, I'm talking about participants. I'm not talking about someone that's faking it. I'm not talking about someone that's just playing a part. And here, uh, look at verse 12 again. He said, Then beware, lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt in the house of bondage. You know, when we forget the events, we forget the people that are responsible for those events. You know, it's easy to, it is easy to forget people. So easy. It's so easy to forget people that have, that have invested in us. And here, what do we find? We find the Lord saying, beware lest thou forget. And, and I want you to, uh, he said, beware or remember. He said, be cautioned lest you forget. Forget what? Uh, the event, no. So much more than just the event. Remember the people uh, that were involved. Uh, the blessings, blessings are tied to benefactors. Blessings are tied to benefactors. Uh, it is somebody else. The blessings that I get to enjoy are blessings that somebody else has helped me uh, to get. And blessings are tied to uh, people. You know, God uses people in our lives. Don't forget. Don't forget the people 
that God has used in, in your life. Uh, think about your parents. Uh, just as I was sitting up here, my mom uh, and my brother, every Sunday morning, they're watching services online. And I had mentioned in the, in the uh, uh, introduction or in the announcements that we were, I was up on the roof and I, I would be up on the roof. And so I got a text, mom says no on the roof. Uh, and uh, so uh, mom doesn't want me to get up on the roof. Uh, but you know what? There are so many blessings that I re- have received in my life. I think about my parents. So many, so many blessings. The things that they taught me that I didn't even know that they were teaching so many things that, that I learned, and it wasn't because they sat down and said this, 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 and this, though there was some of that t- t- uh, time. Mostly it was no, 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 no. Uh, don't do that or quit doing that. Uh, but there was, there was a lot of instruction that went on, and that instruction went on, and there was that, that just learning uh, by, by osmosis. You know, there's a lot of great things that are caught that aren't taught. You know, those of, those, of, I, those of us that are younger, I feel that way. But those of us that uh, we look around and we see the, uh, the gray head, I still have some dark hair, praise the Lord. Uh, but uh, uh, we see the gray head. What do we see? We see people who have experienced so much. We see what they have done. We see how they have lived. We see what has worked. You know what? We have an opportunity to just be, be a, just a benefactor uh, uh, or be the one to benefit uh, from uh, those individuals. Uh, but God uses people in our lives. He uses parents. He uses grandparents. Grandparents. There's a huge influence, grandma and grandpa, that you have. We are Papa and Nana. And you know, you you look at the influence that's there. You know, we've got to be faithful to the end. Don't quit. There might, there might be for those that are a little bit older, maybe there are th- some things that you still want to be able to do that you cannot physically do, but you still have influence. And your influence matters. And that influence, your faithfulness, your stability, uh, your, your love, your care, uh, uh, it, it makes a difference. And we think how God uses people in our lives. He uses parents. He uses grandparents. He uses siblings. He uses siblings. I remember my brother and I, we would, we would get in trouble every once in a while. And I remember a few times my brother back-talking mom. And you know, when you backtalked, mom, you got backhanded. If you backtalked, you got backhanded. And I, and I remember a few times uh, watching him spout off, and I had my share of, of, of it as well. But I remember a few times sitting back and thinking, man, this is not good. I am not going to go and do that likewise. Uh, and I, need, I needed to learn from that experience, uh, seeing what somebody else did. You know, siblings, there's a lot of influence that you have. Just stay faithful. As Christians, stay faithful. Because there there are people that are watching you. And it might be a brother. 
It might be a sister. There, there is influence that is there, and, and God uses people. He uses family. He uses friends. He uses pastors. He uses Sunday school teachers. He uses bus workers. Uh, this morning, we had 32 come in on the bus this morning. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, but that, that happened because people were willing to go out and talk to people about the Lord and invite them to church and give up part of their Saturday and give up part of their Sunday, and people willing to drive and somebody else willing to work on uh, the buses. And uh, there, there is so many people that invest in the blessings that we get to have. I think about uh, school teachers and coaches and mentors. Uh, there are people that have been heroes in our lives. And, you know, we, we have to recognize that God uses people. And as God uses people in our life, beware lest thou forget. Beware lest thou forget. You know, I, this morning was, is Pastor Mingy's birthday. Today is. And I'd send him a text uh, this morning. You know, just, you know, there are people, I've had several pastors in my life. I am so thankful for each and every one. I, I'm thankful for just the people. I think about uh, uh, Brother Steve. He's in heaven. And uh, just the influence that he had in my life. You know, there, there are people that God uses. And, and in our life, if we get so caught up with just enjoying all the blessings, we forget the people. We forget the people. It all becomes just about us. You know, when life is just about us, it's pretty miserable. Selfishness is empty. There's no fulfillment there. But there's a lot of fulfillment in gratitude. There's a lot of thank there's a lot of blessings and fulfillment in that gratitude and that thanksgiving, thankfulness. We say we say it around Thanksgiving time, but a thankful people is a thinking people. And a thinking people are a thankful people. And here we, we, have, uh, we have God reminding, he put that warning out, uh, that, that, um, that warning lest they forget. Uh, we look at Hebrews chapter number 11 uh, and we have the hall of faith. We go, we go through the scripture and over and over again, 207 times we find, uh, we find the word remember. 207 times. It's pretty, pretty amazing when you think of, uh, of the, the impact that that has and how much God wants us uh, to be a people uh, who are thankful and the people who remember. Uh, fun is mentioned zero times in the Bible. Zero. Entertain is mentioned twice. Happy is mentioned 28 times. Prophet is mentioned 65 times. Prosper, 89 times. Joy, how many things God wants us to have joy? 197 times. But 207 times, he said, remember. You know, have you as a parent ever told your kids, I already told you that. I don't need to tell you twice. (laughs) 
Uh, I don't know how many times I heard that. I'm not going to tell you again. And the voice inflection that was in there, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But God said, remember, 207 times. Why? Because we are apt to forget. We are apt to forget. Why do we have Memorial Day? Why? Because we are apt to forget. It is just in our human nature uh, that we are going to forget. And if we are not going to forget, then we do not, we need, uh, don't forget the actions. Don't forget the actors, the individual that is there. But let's look again here uh, at our text. When we, we look here, he said uh, in verse number 12, uh, let me find it. Then beware lest thou forget. Who, who's the one we're not to forget? The Lord, the Lord. So in this instruction, he says, lest thou forget the Lord. And ultimately, God had used all these other people to accomplish his plan. It wasn't just the people. It was God who used the people. You know, God used heathen, unbelieving people to be a blessing and a benefit to his people. You say, well, pastor, my, my family's unsaved and they don't love the Lord and we go a different direction and, and we don't have a lot of things in common. God still can, he has used them in your life to make you who you are. Don't forget. Beware, lest thou forget. You know, God can take even bad circumstances and bring good out of it. We know the verse, Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his pur purpose. Uh, what is it? God, God can use broken homes. Does God want broken homes? No, but God knows in his sovereignty that there are going to be homes that are going to be broken, and God can still use that situation. God can use failure. God, God can use anything in our life to accomplish something good from it. There are people that have gone through great tragedy and trial in their life and have been able to turn around and help somebody else. The abuse, the abandonment, death, loss, you fill in the blank, but God then brings somebody across your path that you can help. You see, don't forget the Lord, but the Lord uses people. The Lord uses people. The Lord wants to use you. He wants to use you. He wants to use you to be a help to somebody. He wants to use you to be a role model for somebody. He wants to use you to be a light to somebody. You see, God, God says, don't forget 
the Lord thy God. Uh, and here, beware lest thou forget the Lord, which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Uh, so here they were not to forget. They weren't to forget the Lord, but the Lord used people. And, and we see that as he used those people, we see the preeminent one that is involved in all of that. Uh, and so being cautious, being wary, we, uh, lest we forget the Lord, which brought us out of the house of of Egypt. Uh, so the Lord is the one that's responsible for all the good that we enjoy. You know, the blessings that you enjoy aren't because you're a hard worker. Don't get quiet. I'm all for hard work. I'm all for working hard and having a good work ethic. But the Lord said, without me, ye can do nothing. Without the Lord, you can't work. Without the Lord, you have no health, you have no strength, you have no mind, you have no ability. It's all because of him. We get so consumed that it's about us. All the self-help. And I'm for growing as a person. I'm for us sharpening our skill sets. But it's not about us. And here the Lord said, lest thou forget. You see, it's the Lord that's responsible for all the good that we have in our lives. Uh, think about uh, how the, the Lord encouraged the, the young people. He said, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Uh, what was it? He said, don't forget, uh, in the days of your youth, uh, Numbers 15, 40, he said, that you may remember and do all my commandments and be holy unto your God. Deuteronomy 15, 5, 15, and remember that thou wast a servant in the land of Egypt and that the Lord thy God brought thee uh, out thence through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore, the Lord thy God hath commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. What was there? There was just that remembrance of what God had has done. You know what? When we stop and we think about what God has done in the past, it gives us faith for the present. Faith for the present. You know, all of us have things in life we just don't know how are going to work out. But we have a God who does. And we need to keep our trust in him. 2 Timothy 2.8, he said, remember that Jesus Christ is the seed of David, was raised from the dead according to the gospel. Uh, you know, God uses people. So on record, 1,304,702 1, American military lives have been lost since the Civil War. You look at those deaths, World War II was... Uh, over just a little over 400,000 American troops that were lost. The Civil War, over 600,000. In a time when our country's population was so much less, yet the loss was so much greater. You know, the country that we have today is because there are people that God had used people that have sacrificed for us and we get to enjoy it. We enjoy it. As Christians, there are people that God has used in our life 
and we get to enjoy all the blessings that God has used them to bring about in our life. But at the same time, as a citizen of this country, there are blessings that we get to enjoy because of somebody else as well. And here when we think about this passage, we, we see the, the mandate, beware lest thou forget. Brother Franklin in Sunday school this morning was teaching and he mentioned uh, the author uh, of, of one of the songs, uh, Prone to Wander, Lord I Feel It, uh, and I lost the uh, person's name here. It's in my notes somewhere. Uh, and, uh, but that individual, uh, they, they wrote that, that, uh, that hymn and later had gotten away from the Lord. And then somebody else shared the words of that song. Isn't it amazing how God, God works? You know, we are all prone to wander. We are all prone to forget. You know, times like a Memorial Day should cause us to stop and just think about all the blessings that we have enjoyed because of the sacrifice of somebody else. But Christian, every day is holy to the Lord. Every day should be a day that we stop and are thankful for what God has done. He said, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. You can't come to God in thanksgiving without you thinking about what he has done. And for us to be able to be that thankful person, we have to be thinking about what he has done, the blessings that he has done in our life. So don't forget the actions, the events but don't forget the actors, the one that God has used to bring about those blessings. So Memorial Day tomorrow, you know, take a little bit of time. Thank God for the country that we live in. Now, we've got a lot of problems in our country. But we're not in, we're not in communist China. We're not in North Korea. We, we are in America. And all the blessings and benefits that we have, we have because of a wonderful God and because of those that have sacrificed and are willing to sacrifice on our behalf. Beware. Beware. Father, I pray that you'd help us this morning. Thank you for your goodness. And help us, Lord, as we look into our own lives. Uh, maybe we have gotten... Uh, a little caught up with just the busyness of life. I pray that you'd help us to stop and uh, just start looking heavenward at all the benefits and blessings you have given to us. And I pray that you'd help us to be grateful and have gra a heart of gratitude to you. But then, Lord, I pray that you'd help us to be thankful for those that you have used in our lives uh, to be able to help us and guide us and lead us, those that have uh, strengthened, strengthened us and, and, and just given us that, uh, that guidance in our lives. And we pray that you would uh, help us today to be a grateful people. Thank you for all that you have done. Heads bowed, eyes closed. You're here this morning. Uh, the greatest thing that anybody has ever done for us is that Jesus Christ came to this earth to die on a cross. 
And he did that because he loved us so much that he wanted us to go to a place called heaven. And if you're here this morning and you know that the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior, you can go back in your mind to a time, a place where you've accepted him and you've been born again. You say, Pastor, that's me this morning. I know that I'm saved. Just as a testimony to the Lord, slip your hand up this morning. Uh, Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord all across the auditorium. You can put your hands down. There are others that maybe you did not raise your hand because you didn't understand the question or maybe you didn't raise your hand because you're unsure. If you do not know that if you died, that heaven would be your home, let me tell you, the, love, the Lord loves you this morning. And he has not, does not only love you, he has prepared a plan, he has prepared a way for you to be his child. You're here this morning and say, Pastor, I do not know if I died right now, I'd go to heaven. I'm concerned about it. Pray for me this morning. Pray for me. I do not know. I'm concerned about it. Just slip your hand up. Let me pray for you. I won't come back to you. I won't embarrass you, but I'd like to pray for you. Pastor, pray for me. All right, I see your hand. I see your hand. You can put it down. Who else? Pastor, I'm unsure of my eternal destiny. Uh, I don't know if I died right now, I'd go to heaven. I've got some questions. I, I just don't know. Pray for me this morning. Pray for me. Just slip your hand up. Let me pray for you. All right. Now here in just a second, we are going to have an invitation. We're all going to stand together. And those that are here uh, that uh, do not know the Lord as your Savior, let me encourage you to come. We'll have uh, pastors down front and uh, they will be uh, able to to help you this morning. Uh, Maybe you're here this morning and you're saved. Maybe the Lord put his finger on something. Maybe uh, we've not been as grateful and don't have that gratitude uh, that we need to have. And, And maybe the Lord put his finger on something in your life. Let's respond this morning. Now, Father, you know the needs of each heart this morning. I pray that you would speak to those uh, that are here. Help all of us uh, in person and online. If there are those that are unsaved, I uh, pray that today would be the day of their salvation. Uh, those that are saved, I pray that you would help us just to be a more grateful people. And so help us not to forget. And so I pray that you bless now for Christ's sake. Amen. Let's stand together. The instruments play. If the Lord spoke to your heart this morning, you come. You come. If you're unsure of your eternal destiny, let me encourage you to come and we'll have someone take the Bible and show you what God has to say about you going to heaven. Maybe you're here this morning and there's been some people that have invested, and yet there hasn't been that gratitude. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc4me.org. May God bless you.